Hey, good buddies, what's up, and welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Review. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. I'm your super sleepy good buddy, You're Roger. You're a sleepy boy. I'm still a little gooey. Look, we yeah. missed a week. We're very sorry about that. We had some weather rolling yeah. through that wasn't as bad as we thought it would be, but also, I was sick, so... Yeah. Here we are. And then today, again. we both had very long days of work, but... I'm both kind of tired, but we are talking about one of the best shows from last last year, uh, last season in particular, obviously, yep. uh, Vinland Saga. Yeah. This one this one made my top five. You had not finished it yet, or I think it probably would have. It probably would have. It's a I very think it, good it, show. I think it could have hit five. I probably would... Pro- probably would have just snuck it in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's. Uh, th- this is an incredible show. We're gonna start this one by saying we're probably gonna we're gonna try to get a little. We're gonna try not to spoil anything, but we're gonna get a little spoiled. Yeah, there's like one thing that we can't avoid. And yes. Really, you'll be able to see it coming in the first episode. Yeah, so. man. Like, if just watch the outro on YouTube, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, this happens." Okay, yeah. got it. Um, but yeah, this this is a a pretty great show. Twenty four episodes. Uh, there is a lot of character development, and a lot of stuff happens in those twenty four episodes. Um, so yeah, we're gonna it's gonna get yeah. it's gonna get there. But what we're gonna do is uh, us, your good buddies, Roger and Brandon. We're gonna tell you about this show. We're gonna tell you whether or not we think you should check it out, and we're gonna give it a final review of recommendation. Do we, your good buddies, think you, our good buddies, should check this thing out? Yeah. And Roger, the way we're gonna get there is we've got us a little uh, a little scale. And w- Roger, if this was Boo Boo Skunk Garbage, what would you call that? I'll call it an anime, maybe not. What, what if it wasn't? Great. It was not good. Anime. Uh, it was average. It was fine. Anime. Well, it is actually pretty good though. And it's animals definitely. But Roger, if it was so good, if it was almost perfect, my guy, that would be amazing. It would be amazing. And the way we're gonna get there is we have five different categories, which we are gonna give a possible two stars each for a total of a possible ten stars. That is how math works. Mm-hmm. Roger, what is that first category we're gonna judge it on? The story and setting. The second category. The characters and development. Numero tres. The art and animation. Number four, please. The soundtrack. And finally, that good buddy's wiggle room. That. Roger, what does that mean? I do not know what. I don't know what. But that's how we're going to do it. Let's get right into it. I got a quick pitch for you just to get us in the mood. If you, you don't mind. Just get us into the mood. Just get you in the mood. Why don't you, you settle down? Slip into something a little more comfortable. Said, slip into something comfortable. Put your feet up. Let me let me rub on them for you. Just give you like, oh yeah, you've been working too hard, baby. <laughs> get the let me tell down. you. Let me tell you about Vinland Saga. Vinland Saga is more than anything a character-driven mix of heart-stopping action, gut-wrenching loss, and a battle that takes place at the intersection of one's lofty ideals and another's animalistic desires. Mm -hmm. And it is all set against the background of 11th century England. This is a mostly historically accurate piece of historical fiction, I would say. Sure, there are like uh, battles and stuff that actually yeah, happen. There are battles it. that actually happen. There are characters that are based on real characters, and you can actually say, yeah, this is this is possible that this stuff happened. Uh, there are other characters that are like based more in myth and whatnot, uh-huh. but all of it comes together into a very fascinating show. Uh, so let's go ahead and hit the story and set and really talk about it. Um, as I already said, dramatization based on historical fact. Most of the characters are based on real warriors, generals, and kings, though there are some embellishments and a nice little shonen veneer on top of it, I would say. Yeah. Um, the, how, how do you feel about it? Uh, I feel, I mean, I really, I really enjoy the story, the way they put it together. Mm. Um, I thought that, so, uh, the story essentially goes like mm-hmm. this. I, I put it into pieces. Like, it's four different arcs. 
yes. of about six episodes. Where these six episodes, one character is going to be focused on a little more heavily than the mm. rest. I and, would agree. And the and those will be our four characters that we will talk about in, in the characters. Mm-hmm. In characters um, and development. Yeah. In the moment. And I think, you know, to get the first little thing of, of minor spoiler here that you'll see in that, uh, that first uh, outro or whatever when you watch it, there is a time skip. There is a time. So skip, something yeah. happens. There's a time skip. Yeah, you get that from the intro and outro because you're going to yeah. see one character in particular in the intro uh, as a kind of grizzled teenager yeah. who has seen some shit. Yeah, it, it goes. And then from the show starts and is a little baby. Super cute family stuff to like. Uh, oh God. <laughs> the atrocities of war. Very much. Yeah, that's a that's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, how about how about setting wise? Like it's it's mostly. Like, it's fairly varied. I mean, it's yeah. mostly, like, snowy scapes and whatnot. You get some ship travel. Yeah. Uh, eventually, in the later half of the season, you get into some pretty big cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some pretty cool yeah. stuff that it happens. It feels very old world, the boats and all, yeah, stu- uh, all stuff like that. It's Vikings and yeah, shit. Yeah, they, yeah. Feel, they feel like what you would imagine a Viking boat would look like. Yeah. Is that what they actually look like? I don't know, but that's what I imagine them looking what, like. What, what are we, historians? We watch yeah. cartoons. Yeah, we watch cartoons. <laughs> but, you know, they hit on the high seas. Uh, they they go to, you know, small small lands or developing countries. You know, mm-hmm. this is very early on. Some this small, is like the year 1000. Yeah, there's um, like some thatched villages and kind of stuff. Yep. These, these are Vikings. You might see a raid or two. Join yep. the raid. Yep, and that's, yeah, that's kind of what I was going to hit on. <laughs> so you're going to get into like these small, uh, poor villages and stuff like mm-hmm. that where these Vikings are going to come through. And though the Vikings are what you may, you know, say or our quote unquote protagonist mm-hmm. uh they are definitely gonna plunder some yeah you're gonna see some you're gonna see some stuff uh but oh, yeah my god why'd you do that i mean sometimes <laughs> sometimes you got to i guess <laughs> but um yeah anything else for story and setting that's I mean, about it dude. i think we need to get into characters and development because yeah. that's where a lot of, all the story as we said is character driven yeah. it is impossible to talk about this without i guess the getting last thing the we could say about the the uh setting or whatever is like whenever you hit those battle scenes and stuff yeah oh it's amazing oh yeah they're, they're, the, the animation are very smooth. the fights yeah. are awesome yeah it's really good stuff so let's jump on into the character development let's start with let's go arc wise okay so the first one um the constant throughout this is our main character i guess mm-hmm. i would call him is thorfinn correct but the first arc deals mostly with thorfinn's father yeah thors thors who is a thors. a very just just basically viking jesus he will yeah. destroy anyone he is viking superman but my god is he kind he's a very nice boy a very nice grown-ass man excuse yeah. me don't you ever call thors a boy <laughs> he he will tear your ass up uh but yes thors a great warrior who left the yom's vikings it's yom's right because yeah yom, i say i just say john's viking it's spelled with a j i think it's yom's vikings yeah. whatever um to live a more peaceful life um Basically, this guy uh, saw, you know, all the things he was doing, like the the war he was wreaking and the the pain he was causing, and kind of was like, "Hey, I'm I want to bail." Yeah, I'm I'm done with this. Which is something that you know, obviously, blood in, blood out. You don't just walk away from this life, motherfucker. Right. But he he did basically and he started him a nice little family away from uh the front lines and away from the larger cities where anyone might recognize correct him. uh which is where he had his adorable little baby boy son thorfinn thorfinn yes which i think literally just means son of thors so there you go yeah something like that um 
and Thorfinn is kind of the again is the through line for the whole show yeah. but has he is your main character he is your main character and he's the one who is uh, there's some focus on him in the first uh, first arc obviously the first few episodes but it gets really into his stuff later on when and I think this is where we have to drop our little spoiler that yeah. again it's you, you see it coming from a mile away yeah Thor's going to die. Yeah, the end of the end of that first arc is Thor's dying. Yes. Then there is a time jump and it's all about uh, uh shortly thereafter there's a time jump and it's all about Thorfinn trying to get revenge. Yeah. Um and it's very intense because this is a show that like obviously is going to have some fighting and obviously is very bloody, but Thor's tries to instill in his son Thorfinn. He tries to tell him uh, the one big line is a true warrior does not need to wield a blade. Right. You don't have to do that. You don't have to. What that means exactly is lost on Thorfinn, um, at first anyway. Um, but he he wanted him to live a peaceful life, clearly. And as you quickly find out, this boy's life is going to be anything but peaceful. It's going to be violent. It is going to be bloody. It is going to be singularly focused on getting revenge. Yep. And that's where a lot of the drama comes from. Uh, we do get into other characters, so let's... You want to go ahead and move on to another one? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. Let's switch it around a little bit. Let's go to Askeladd. Oh, yeah. Who is probably one of the... I don't know. I, I did say earlier that there was another character that was probably my favorite in here, but uh, Askeladd... Askeladd probably is my favorite. He he probably is... like He's got to be in the running for best character of the, the entire decade, pretty much. And as, as, as I think <laughs> you made the distinction... Not a good character per se. Yeah, he's not a good guy. But as with as with any person, incredibly complex. Yep. There is there is both good and evil in this man, and boy oh boy, you gonna see it. Yeah, and they do a really good job of giving at least at least reasons as to why yes. the man is the way that he is. So as much as we can say without getting too spoilery, Askeladd is a leader, is the leader of a group of Vikings. Yes, who's, uh, who's, who, are, who Thorfinn is traveling with. Yes, he ends up traveling with them. And he is a master tactician, I would say, first and foremost. Uh-huh. Uh, he does not like to fight, it seems. Uh, but when he has to, he is very good at it. Yeah. And in fact, there's, I think we can say this one, there's a few moments where you see him for only a moment lose control during a fight. And this dude, like, straight up does some Hercules shit when he loses it. Yeah, he's and very he, well trained. He very quickly just, sorry about that. All right, uh, we want to fight again. Yeah. And everyone else is like, I don't want to fight that man. I just saw yeah. him do that thing. Uh, and he's like, he often plays everything off with a joke. He tries very like he hard. Tries, yes. He tries to make a laugh. That That's his whole thing is he, again, master tactician. You never really know what he's thinking. You just don't. And that's one That's one of his greatest strengths is that he is always thinking. Uh, and he is he is very much a schemer as in as much as he is an extremely proficient warrior. Right. Uh, very, I, I do love this character. Yeah. Again, really not good. really a good guy. But a hell of a character. Yeah, and I mean, you'll find yourself like he does some horrible, horrible stuff in this. This does happen, and you find it still kind of hard not to like him. Yeah, At least particularly, I did. particularly in the the later bits of the show. Yeah, yeah. and they manage to make you kind of feel for this villain. Like it's hard not to call him a villain. Yeah. yeah. Um, you want to talk about uh, my beautiful baby boy Canute? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Canute. Canute. He's so sweet at first. 
I love. I, I think he's still sweet at the end, but yeah. Uh, Canute is a very interesting character. Is actually the prince of the Danes, the prince of Denmark, um, often referred to uh, by Thorfinn and a few other characters as princess. Yeah, because he's so damn pretty and he's got yeah. this long he blonde hair. Definitely has a very feminine look to him. He does. Think think like Griffith from uh, Berserk. Sure. From Berserk, yeah. I, I, I haven't actually seen that show, but I do know that character. Um, but yes, uh, very, very uh, feminine look to this character. Um, but mostly is known for at first being very shy, being very quiet, being very soft-spoken, does not want to make a big deal out of anything, is sent to take London, I believe, with this army. Yeah, okay. Um, and that's where you first meet this mm -hmm. character. Uh, this character, again, we can't say much without getting all spoilery. We'll talk about it a little bit in the ramble, I guess. But this character ends up being a huge, gigantic part of the story. And mm -hmm. if you happen to Google, you know, uh, King of Denmark Canute, you'll find some information on the actual person, yeah. which is pretty interesting. Uh, but yes, this person is the prince. Um, you're going to see a lot of interesting stuff with him. And was actually the focal point of probably my favorite episode of the whole series. I talked about it briefly on a previous uh -huh. episode. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, Canute's rad. Canute is also a very devout follower of uh, Christianity, which is yeah. a at this point a very new religion in the area. Mm -hmm. um, it is once again this is around the the year it's like eleven hundreds. Yeah, one thousand. It's like a thousand a hundred or something like that. Roundabout eleven. Well, eleven centuries, just after a hundred. Yeah, before eleven hundred. Yep. But yeah, um, really interesting character. There's actually bits where you hear characters talking about you know, what, it, what is this religion? What is this all about? Oh, I like the old gods. I like Odin better. What is this guy? He's on a cross. He's skinny. Man, he can't even fight. Come on. And like, they're really talking about it. Yeah. Which is really interesting. They do they do play a little bit with the, it, it is, with the times. It is pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't think about how cool it was as it was happening because it felt so natural. Yeah. But it is really cool. It's interesting that they, you know, at least acknowledge these things and talk about them. And for Canute in particular, who is currently, when you first meet him, a very devout follower of Christianity, it's, it's all in stark contrast because this person is constantly being challenged not only by being around these big brooding angry men who all they do is fight whereas he is a soft boy uh, a, just a soft just a good young man just a sweet little baby mm -hmm. oh sweet baby um, but also they're in not only challenging his who he is but what he believes and eventually all of that comes to form who this character is and who this character becomes it's really interesting. Canute was one of my other favorite characters. Yeah. Very, very well written. Again, the development in here is top notch, dude. It's it's really interesting. Because, again, 24 episodes, it feels like a slow burn. It feels like it moves slowly at times. But when I look back at everything that happened in this series, there's so much that happens. And it, it's, it's interesting to me because I want to call it a slow burn with a slow development. But at the same time there's huge steps being taken yep. at every turn. So I think it's, it's a very well put together series. Yes. Absolutely. To say the least, um, uh, full of amazing characters. Like yeah. this is just, this is four, but I promise you there are going to oh, yeah. be, there's a lot of other there's amazing gonna be, You're going to, you're going to see your boy Thorkel, who is Thorkel seven feet tall. And you can't teach that. You can't teach that. And he's a certified <laughs> G and you can't teach that either. <laughs> he is, as much as I despise them, he is basically the perfect amalgam, I think you said, of Enzo and Cass. Yeah. God, God. Those guys suck, but, you know. Thorkel's a badass. Thorkel is awesome. Thorkel is a very He's large a, man. everything they could have been. He is Thorkel the, the tall. Yeah, Thorkel the tall. And he will tall. huck a two-ton uh, boulder, uh, yo A real ass. figure in history. 
he will take a straight up piece of lump, a straight up fallen tree, and just throw it at you like it ain't nothing. Yeah, the spear for your nearest men. He is a bad, bad boy. <laughs> He's so good. Uh, there's also, uh, really, we didn't talk about it much, but even uh, Thor- Thorfinn's family back home. Uh, yeah. He's got a sister. There's a very, fun, very not fun, obviously not fun, but a very emotional, very impactful scene with her pretty early. Yeah. Uh, doesn't get much play later on, obviously. Yeah, because I think it's family gets coming left. back around. Yeah, in all likelihood. Uh, the mom is there. Uh, you've got the priest who travels with Canute. You've got Canute's bodyguard. Who, yeah. Ragnar, I believe his name was. You got Floki. You got Floki. He looks like a like a thwomp. Floki, Floki does look like a thwomp, and yeah. I hate his name. All I hear when I think Floki is just rapping Loki. Then you got Leaf. Uh, <laughs> Leaf, Leaf is great, who is basically Leaf, Leaf Erickson's Erickson, great. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of great characters, and I, we could go on naming them for a while, but we will not. Um, do you want to move on to the art and animation? Yeah. It's good. It's clean and smooth. Yep. I, I wouldn't will. say that it's perfect. No. Uh, but I would say that it's like it is. I guess it is more is, than serviceable. Perfect is is something that I don't know that you could really like. You can't really quantify it for yeah. me because like when I give something a solid two in animation, it's usually because it's doing something different. If it is just clean and good looking, I'm like that's very clean and good looking. Yeah. It's a one and a half. Yeah, it's if it it's mixes usually it doing up. something mind like, yeah. like wow, like Bob Psycho with the level right. of like kind of sketchy look to it and the different types of animation they did. Yeah, that was a two. Made in abyss. How vibrant the world is. Yes, and, and then, impossible to look away yeah. from. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's very clean. Uh, it's very good. I don't know for sure. I would give it a perfect two on this one. I'm obviously we're gonna get the scores later, but it is very good. Yeah. I will say that there is a couple points later on, particularly at the start of the second half when you get the new intro and stuff, that there's a little bit of uh, CGI in there. There's one, one or two moments where there's like an axe coming back, about to swing and it's like clearly CGI and I was like yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of doofy but otherwise like none of it was it, it's never to the point I can't watch it yeah, it's, it's not always at all. It's, it's always at least good there was a budget and they used it it's often very good uh, but yeah it's it's pretty decent stuff man um, do you want to move on to that uh, music and sound yeah um, you know I can't tell you too much about the interstitial stuff uh, mm-hmm. Other than like the sound of the fights and the the roaring crowds mm-hmm. and the even like the fear you can hear and like plunder like the character work like the people working doing voices yeah do a very good job and then the mm-hmm. sound design like with swords and battling and stuff is good you get some clinging and clanging um but the opening and intro the opening and outro songs uh they <coughs> slap. <laughs> My dude had to catch his breath and lick his hands. Slap. They get, they, they get, you got a little bit of a, is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. Uh, especially the intro songs are really good. The intros are both very good. I The first outro is very good and very emotional, and yeah. I liked it a lot. The second outro was one of my favorites of the last year. I yeah, adore really that good. song. Yeah. It's called Drown. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, the first intro is by Survive Said the Prophet. Yeah. It's like Mukanjo or something like that. Yeah, Mukanjo. I think. Let me see. And the second one. The second one. Uh, uh, Mukanjo. <laughs> nice. And then the other one. The first ending is Torches by Amir. Yes. Torches is very good. Uh, the second opening theme is Dark Crow by Man with a Mission. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, and man, that song is awesome. That song does rip. You know, like. I think I prefer the first opening sure. over the second opening because I think the first one is easier to look at. Sure, but the that the second one, like, that Man, song does rip. <laughs> yeah, but whenever I'm listening to these songs in my truck 
God, they're good. <laughs> they're both very good. I do really like the uh, the little quote they give you at the beginning of the se- of the second intro too. Mm. That uh, it like starts with this kind of like like this kind of like chill like country yeah bagpipe or something. yeah kind of bagpipe stuff for the intro. And the quote is something like uh, like rowing a ship, we enter the future, looking uh, not seeing but moving forward or something like that. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, damn, that is that is pretty apt for this show. Yeah. Uh, and then the second outro, of course, my personal favorite is Drowned by Millet. God, yeah. I love that song. That song rips, and it's awesome, and it's on Spoofy, so check yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's is it on Spotify? I couldn't find it. Uh, it I, found was, I, had it, I had it on my anime list. I'm going to check and make sure they didn't pull it off, because that would make me very sad. It makes me sad. That make me very but, uh, sad. Yeah, I think... Th- I really wish that second intro could be so much more awesome like visually because they have one really awesome moment with where they do this uh cool work with osclod where it's like an original piece and like there's the snake coming around and the crown is like tilting on on his head or whatever oh you're right it's Uh, not on there i'm very sad i thought it was i could have sworn it was oh well yeah i i wish i wish they would have done more stuff like that made the the openings and even outros to an extent more original where mm. they borrowed especially for the intros a lot of stuff from the show sure yeah. yeah there there are there are quite a few scenes that you're like okay i i recognize yeah. this particularly in the in those intros like you said there are bits where i just i'm watching the show and i'm like oh this is from that thing neat which is fine but yeah. you kind of yeah it kind of it not spoils it for you but it would have been more impactful if you saw it the first time yeah. watching it, I guess. But as a whole, I think it's all really impressive. Yeah, it's very well done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, interstitial music, I can't remember that much. But the sound design and the people just working the voices and really giving mm-hmm. the, the feelings did a spectacular job. Quite well done. Yeah. All right. And finally, the good buddy's wiggle room. How about that genetic? Uh, you want to go first or you want me to? Uh, I'll go first. Mine's pretty short. I would just say it's just a good show. It's just real good. Yeah. The whole thing, again, it's it's all about these characters and their development and the driving forces behind them. Uh, these characters who these ones might have this this grand goal that they want to achieve, that they will work, do anything it takes, good or bad, to achieve their goal, to do the, to live this dream and achieve this thing. And we have these other ones whose drive is purely animalistic. It is vengeance. It is hatred. It is, I need to see you die whatever that takes yep and it is this whole thing is just all of these forces swirling around each other before finally they just slam together in some of the this show has i mean some of the most brutal and perhaps unexpected and truly heartbreaking deaths and fights yes it does painful moments it all just comes together so well um, as, as I wrote here, it's it's sometimes brutal, sometimes heartwarming, and often just heartbreaking. This story, yep. and it is very, very good. Yep, Which I would part? I would agree with pretty much what you said. Um, I would also like, you know, it feels like there are moments where it's a study in. Uh, I, I I said this kind of earlier to you before we started recording, mm-hmm. but um, where it's you know like the character is driven by revenge. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like they're still like some Stockholm syndrome there. Sure. There I I believe that and I believe it is intended for you to know that 
there are still some sort of bonds formed here, whether or not they're toxic bonds. Mm. You know, like there is still a, a kinship there, almost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, you get to it. It really like Stockholm syndrome is a weird thing. Yeah, because it's it makes you feel bad. Like, like whenever the the big thing happens at the end, like like wow, I don't, I feel I feel bad mm-hmm. for this character because now they have. Nothing. Yeah. That that is the thing I talked to you about yeah. my personal favorite moment of the whole thing. Yeah. Just the ooh. We'll talk yeah. about it in the ramble when we can uh, get a little more. And then more there spoiler. are other characters that like, you know, exploring early Christianity and stuff and people starting mm-hmm. to you know, they think that the it's like some sort of miracle work and then uh, a character even if it's like there's a one shot character who mm-hmm. has done something wrong mm-hmm. and uh her whole family is essentially uh part of a plunder like they they get their village is getting plundered Mm -hmm. and now she's questioning like this one wrong thing i did Mm -hmm. um like did that is this my fault yeah yeah and i think that still affects people in the real world too with religion and stuff especially christianity and i I will say um it has not been confirmed yet it seems very unlikely to me that we won't get a continuation of this show uh but that character is a little less one shot okay Okay, but yeah, there's uh there's more to all of this. Okay, obviously. So far, uh, so she's far. a one shot. So far, she's a one shot. Um, but it's a very good episode. Yeah, it was a very good episode, and that that's one of the the episodes where you really like you're like shit. I've I like these characters, and now they did something really awful. Yeah, dude. Now am I supposed to not like them? Like it? It's it again, generates feelings inside of you, it's like, very and that complex. is what a medium like this is supposed to do. It's very well done. And, yeah, it's super well done, and I really I like how thought provoking it is, and how just how good these characters are. I agree. Want to hit them scores, big boy? Yeah, let's hit them. All right. How do you feel about the story and setting? The story and setting, I gave it a two. Solid two for me. How about the characters and development? I how can you give it anything but a two? Solid two. I I I'm not gonna give it more than a two, yeah. but I wanted to. Uh, and art and animation? I give it a one point five. One and a half for me as well. Music and sound? I give it a two. Eh, one and a half. Okay. Cut it back a little bit. And there's je ne sais quoi. I give it a one and a half. I gave it a two. Okay. So there you go. Uh, I think that about that evens us up at yeah, nine points each. Excellent. Yeah. So we uh, both thought this was amazing. It's amazing. It is damn near perfect. It is a hell of a show. Please, please watch it. Uh, it's just very good. Yeah. yeah I mean... I feel like this, like the season, the last season's anime and stuff, the stuff that we're about to go through or whatever on the review, uh, we're, we're picking out the, the top of the line stuff there because, mm-hmm. you know, we have a couple more good ones coming up. Sure. But uh, yeah, damn, like I thought last season was a little weaker and I guess this was two seasons, mm-hmm. but uh, the second half of the show was definitely my favorite half of the oh, show. Oh, it was, it was heavy. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, we, we really need to say up front more often, this one is on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Streaming yeah. on Amazon. So if you don't have Amazon video, I mean, find a way to get it. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a very good show. It yep. is absolutely worth your time, I would say. Yep. So yeah, nines for both of us and amazing. Brandon, do you want to tell them what we're watching next week? Next week, we are hitting another one that went a solid two seasons, actually pretty much in conjunction with this yeah, one. Yeah, not not two seasons. Two, like, two yeah. seasons. It's like two fall anime and winter. Season. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't think there's a right way it's to say that. 24 episodes. <laughs> yeah. 25 episodes, something like that. We are talking about uh, the 
the one that Crunchyroll was like, if you gonna watch anything, yeah, you gonna watch too. this thing. Funimation pushed it pretty good too. Uh, this one got a lot of press. We're talking about everyone's favorite, Doctor Stone. Yeah, it's pretty and, good. And I'm excited. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm on like the 17th or 18th episode. Yeah. Uh, but I have been quite enjoying it, so I'm super stoked to talk about it. I know a lot of people really did like it, and yeah. it, it probably... I still hate his hair! Yeah. <laughs> deserved, like, it It probably deserved a good bit of the promotion it got, because yeah. it is certainly worth watching. It's a good show. They definitely... It, it's definitely... Uh, got a, got got some pretty cool things to say, some pretty cool stories to tell, and if nothing else, it has more polish than almost anything I've yeah. seen in a while. And it makes science fun. Does it? Yeah. Okay. I had a lot of fun with the science in there. I died learning about how this uh, chemical will murder you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to make a Senku Cola, dude? No. <laughs> dude, I think we should try. God. All right. This job. I have a soda stream. I'll just bring you a soda stream. I don't want that one. Senku Cola. Dumb. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about Dr. Stone next week. Uh, uh, that's that's where we're going to hit up. Uh, un unless, of course, one of us gets sick again. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize again off the top, but uh, thank you so much for listening, good buddies. We really appreciate you. We're going to hit a few of the plugs, full plugs at the end of the ramble. And of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, thank you. Please mm -hmm. like and subscribe. Uh, ring that bell so we can ding your dong. We'd really appreciate hearing from you. What did you think about Vinland Saga? And is there anything else you think we should check out? Yeah, let um, us know for sure. So again, full links in the description below. If you're listening to the podcast, we're going to go straight into the ramble. But if you're on the uh, YouTube, look forward to the ramble coming up. And a shout out to our good buddy Haas for the yeah. use of our closing theme on the YouTube portion of the review. That is uh, The Buddy's Good. And that's from our buddy Haas. Uh, Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram. That's real all one word. Guy. Thomas Tastes Better. Real real cool dude. And he rip a hell out of a guitar. He does. Cowboy shit. <laughs> Haas. I have been drinking. <laughs> oh, no. All right. But, yeah. Uh, thank you so much. We're going to hit the ramble. And lastly, for YouTube, love ya. Love you. Yeah, we're, we're in the ramble. ramble. All right. All right. Short. For, man, we really matched a whole lot of words there. We did a lot. Uh, Real quick. Short I, ramble. Relatively short ramble. I got to do one thing up top from the corrections department before we do anything else. From the corrections department. Last show we did was the best of the year. I talked to you about this a little bit. This is a thing I have to say on the show, just yep. in case. One of our categories was best fight, and you, sir, picked for your best fight the big fight at the end of Dororo, which is a great fight. During that conversation, both of us repeatedly referred to as the fight being between Dororo and his brother. That is not accurate. It's Hakimaru. It's Hakimaru and his brother. Yeah. Which, okay, we did the same thing during the review. Like, it's... You, if you call the show a name, and it's a character's name, I would say Hakimaru is the main character, even yeah. though he barely talks. It's kind of hard for me. Yeah. You know, when I watch... Card Captor Sakura, well, which see, I don't know why I'm pulling that one, but I don't refer to it as that show about the flying monkey cat thing. I call it Card Captor yeah, Sakura. Yeah, and there, there's plenty of art out there where it's just Hyakimaru and right. it says Dororo next to right. it. Right. When it, I'm watching GTO, I don't call it the high school kids. I call it GTO. Yeah. When I'm watching Trigun, his name's Trigun. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that kind of threw me off, and obviously we made a mistake. We're sorry. We love you all. We're bowing very deeply and pretending yeah. to. Anyway. I don't think anybody said anything. I don't about think it. anyone really gives a shit. But it kind of bums me out when we make yeah, mistakes sure. like that. So corrections department is Brandon. You're looking behind the curtain. All right. You got anything else to say about Vinland Saga? Uh, man, some of those deaths were awesome, weren't they? We're gonna get spoilery here, so skip ahead maybe two or three minutes. One, two, one, two, three, go. Here come the spoilers. Boom. 
Holy shit. Yeah. The motherfucker just straight up murdered the king. Yeah. When when Oscalot cuts the king's head right off. Holy man. shit, dude. Holy crap. It's and it comes just out of nowhere. Just he RKO's him with that sword out of nowhere. I was like, he ain't really gonna Oh god, he's yeah. dead. Oh, his head is flying. Oh. That's his head. I it's really flying. love it because he's standing there talking all that shit, sword out, a uh, sword holding it to the guy's chin. And Floki hucks a uh, goblet at him or something, and he pulls back to block it. And he's like, quick, get him now, like, while his sword is back. And then he's just like, oh, fuck all that. Shing, and just does it. And then it's just, it's fight time, baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, What a fucking show. Uh, I told you my personal favorite moment. Uh, And again, we're getting super extra spoiler here. This is literally the last thing that happens in the show. Sorry, please skip ahead if you have not skipped ahead. Uh, I I won't say names, but dude is laying there. Yeah. And Thorfinn is standing over him. And when Thorfinn looks up, the look on his face when he has been trying to get his revenge for so long, he has had the singular purpose of, I need to get revenge. I need to kill this person who killed my father. And he looks up when someone else has killed this person. And there, it is not anger. It is not sadness. It is. I don't have anything left. Yeah. What do I do now? Yeah. That last conversation, he's laying there trying to tell him, "Hey, you don't have anything. Your 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 revenge has been taken from you. You don't have anything left. What are you going to do with your life?" And he realizes, "Oh fuck. I have yeah. nothing." Yeah, and that character really like gives him like it's it's one of those moments where this character the whole time is being an asshole to him, but also mm. being kind of a follower to him. Basically, a because second I father. think the character had a certain amount of respect <clears throat> for Thor's. Absolutely. Um, and then, like the moment immediately after that, when Thorfinn jumps and tries to cut this person who just took his revenge from him, there is no malice in it. It is pure and utter confusion. Like I don't know what else. All I know is yeah, killing. Yeah, am I supposed to kill you now? All I know is killing. Yeah. I guess I kill you and just goes for it. It's like, holy shit, man. You're yeah, watching they... You're watching this, this young man just realize yeah. he has zero. He is absolutely nothing. And God, I can't. I just really need the second season to come so I can see him try yeah. to find something. I think the other big thing they mentioned about this, too, is the last episode is called End of the Prologue. Yeah, they had the goddamn audacity to all caps call their last episode End of the Prologue. Have fun, assholes. <laughs> it's like, holy Man, shit, Man, I can't dude. wait to see what's next, though. Uh, that might can't. be the best prologue uh, i ever seen in my life. That's a good fucking show. And I love the the art. Like, he's dropping the dagger, and you're seeing his whole life reflected in it. Yeah. Just every moment that led him to this point, to this absolute lowest of low, I have nothing left. And that's it. And then, like, you do get a little bit of, you see some characters, like, it zips around the world, and you see these different characters who are going to obviously play some kind of part, uh-huh. part in the upcoming bits. Um, yeah, assuming there is more, I feel like there's gotta be, but if yeah. not, you know, this is the one I'll probably buy the manga for if there's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were actually looking at it at the comic store earlier. Yeah, I ordered it. I've been ordering lots of manga. The, uh, I'm making a good buddy's shelf. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, and of course, you know what's front and center on that bitch? 
fucking we never learn. This guy loves it. It's not front and center. It's, it's, it's there's two volumes. It's on the right. Pretty close to the middle. It's on the far end. It's on the middle right. No, it's on the far end. I have okay. them alphabetized. Okay. Except, except for Vinland Saga because it's a bigger, heftier book. It's, it's a big, hefty end. book. So it's the one right before Vinland. It's saying there's, I was saying, so. On the other end, there there's several... Astro Lost in Space. Two issues. All right. All right. Those are the only two that I kept two issues on. Yeah, okay. It's true. My boy, I got a picture of it. I can prove it. You find? Did they have a domestic girlfriend? Are you gonna get that too? No, they didn't. I already looked. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Uh, I have had people come in and ask me for ask like give you for that smut, huh? They, yeah, they've asked me for. They're like Not that dirty. They're like, kid, kid, or, or do you have any adult manga with like? Uh, some I, people straight up ask for like 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 hentai stuff. I want to see them titties. Oh, and like, I want to see them peenies and vaginas. Honestly, I'm not opposed to to getting it, but our manga shelf is very easy to reach. Yeah, that's one of those you got to keep it on the top yeah. shelf with the covers on it. And our top shelf isn't very very high, but no, uh, you would need to put that like on the wall or something. For the most part, adult manga does come wrapped. So. Yeah, it it kind of has to, obviously. Who yeah. boy? But yeah. uh fun time with that show uh let's get into a real quick what have you been watching uh roger a question burns within my soul etc etc what have you been watching yeah i guess it's going to take up most of our the rest of what we have and it's the the new season stuff other than i've you know i've kept up i haven't seen the newest episode of uh legend of galactic heroes oh boy uh but i'm dying to see it i'm current on mha Mm -hmm. uh i've been plowing through dr stone so we we definitely watched like yeah, you. So, let me say this: I am making it my goal to watch at least one episode of every new show this year, uh, apart from like shit that's like. That's really impressive. I'm not even. Gonna I'm gonna try. try at least an episode. I'm gonna try to do my rule of three with everything, but at least an episode of everything, so I can at least get a feel for it. Um, I'm pretty good with that so far, except for stuff that's obvious sequels, like uh, the second, like there's a Madoka Magica thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's based off of the. Uh Oh god, the mobile game or something. So like is that. it not like a straight up second season it's, though? It's, Do I need to watch the first one to get it? I I think it ties in with the first okay. one, but it's a side story. I do plan Maybe that's on something Josh can answer for real you. Real quick, Josh. I, you know he loves I saw that your comments. I do plan on watching that show finally. I remember yeah. trying to watch an episode and being like, I'm bored. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go back, but I'm gonna check out this this next thing that's coming out. But I'm trying to watch a little bit of everything. So I've spent most of the last two weeks just almost nothing but watching anime. So. I'm not going to talk about all of them. It's crazy because I, I've hit, uh, I would say I've hit a sizable amount of the yeah. new shows, uh, but I was juicy with them. I mean, my eyeballs are just bouncing back and forth after all the shit I've been watching. <laughs> but let's let's say, like, out of what we've watched, you, you can probably talk about more, obviously, because you haven't watched as much. Yeah. So do you have anything that, like, really hit you as this is really good or something uh, interesting, something you think yes. needs to be talked um, about? Do I want to start with what I think is the best or? Do you do however you feel, baby? Um. Oh, okay, I'll just go with some of these in no particular order that I think are the best because it's really hard to tell right now. Hit me, Daddy. Uh, let's let's start off with Pet. Pet is interesting. Yes, <laughs> Pet um, is streaming on Amazon. Yep. So get your get your video. And the first episode is almost nonsense. You're like, what the hell just Dude, happened? It's one of those. It's like a Picasso painting. You're yeah. just gonna sit there and look at it for a while, and then the second episode gives you some much needed context. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, it's it's very cool. Uh, it feels it feels real weird. It is weird. It has things to do with people traveling into your mind. Yes, and you know where you store all of your happy memories, and then where you store all of your terrible memories, mm-hmm. your valleys and your peaks. Yes, um, it is. 
I I tried to do, I did a little write up on the on my Twitter and uh, it, it re- retweeted over to the good buddies Twitter TDB underscore NMA pod check it out. Um, but that was one that like I literally couldn't even give a one tweet synopsis. It is absolute nonsense. It doesn't make almost any sense from that first episode. Mm-hmm. It is just all you can really say is it's people going into other people's minds, and that's about it. You don't really know how. You do not understand why for what reason for the most part there is more context in the second episode which god bless them for giving us that um it is an interesting show to say the least uh could be good yeah yeah i'm thinking i'm liking it i'm liking liking it it so far it's it's really weird um the the mind travely stuff like where a dude starts turning into a fish holy shit dude yeah like wow this is this is really freaking wild and there's things called crushers like what the hell what's a crusher but uh most importantly like uh damn the song the opening song freaking rules for it's got your boy yeah uh ling uh ling to see cigarette um they do all the music for like openings for psychopaths yeah uh and man this song freaking bumps yeah, I was listening. I was listening to, it and I was like, "This sounds really familiar." And it's because whenever I hang out with Roger, we're playing cards or something. He'll put on his anime playlist, and there's this song, and I recognize, "Oh, that's the lead singer from that," uh, mm-hmm. which is from Psychopaths, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. I don't remember any of it except for the dude being like, "It's like rad. It sounds good. He's very good." But yeah, it's it's a really weird show. I don't have much to tell you about it right now because it the first episode didn't make a whole lot of sense. Did not. I did. I just want to throw out I'm sorry to every anyone who knows this person and their music for my horrible rendition of that song. <laughs> I thought you did now. a good job, dude. Okay. <laughs> uh, and there it's a it's a three piece. It's not just mm. one singular person. Okay. Um I just is that the main vocalist or is there more vocalists? I think it's just one vocalist. Okay. That's that's the only thing I know is that uh, voice. Yeah. Let's go. Let's talk about uh, I also really like Somali and the Forest Spirit. It seems okay. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really cute. Tell the people about it. Um, so, in a world where humans are practically gone, they mm-hmm. have been eaten by monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a, for their own prejudice. Yeah, will point true. Out. Because humans can't take things that are not like them. They, you know, it's very real. Like, wow, we we struggle to. Hey, get off your soapbox, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that happened, and they got their asses eaten in this. It's very true. Uh, However, this forest spirit, uh, who is a golem, mm-hmm. finds a little girl in the forest. Mm-hmm. And now he is trying to essentially escort her and find her back to... They're like guardian spirits. So he's mm-hmm. trying to be her guardian mm-hmm. and, and get her back to where other humans are. Or something like that. A, a home that she can have where she's safe. Yes. So he's watching over and protecting her. Uh, the animation for it is fucking, in my opinion, amazing because it is different. It's been called Ghibli-esque. Uh, the first yeah. thing I thought when you just see this golem walking through the forest is, man, that golem looks weird, but everything around him is giving me the Made in Abyss vibes. Yeah, it's very, um, like, they do a lot of things with shapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very storybook. Yes. It looks like a yes. storybook. That's a good way um, to put it. And the golem is, like, you get these really weird shots with the golem. Uh, but I think it's really cool, and I think it does work. The golem just looks like Voldo to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, he looks like something off of Zelda. A whole lot of it looks like he stuff looks. From Zelda. He does remind me. One of my first thought was Redead. One of the or yeah. like that thing in the bottom of the well in Ocarina of Time with the big teeth going. Hang, 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 hang. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, he's strange. He it looks is strange, strange looking. And why wouldn't he be? He's some kind of weird golem monster yeah. that guards the forest. So it makes perfect sense. 
Uh, yeah, that show's really cute. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I will say it. It's going to be one of those shows where you like it. it, it it's going to tear my anxiety that something bad's going to happen. It, well, my whole thing is like, my only problem with the show is it felt a little slow to me, but I mean, I would expect it to be when it's yeah. such a, you know, pretty Yeah, I didn't thing. go into it expecting something. Yeah. Uh, I will also say that, like, as with my problem with most stories that follow this this kind of thing this kind of like father kid dichotomy that we've kind of got going on here this kind of this kind of thing is it seems usually when i watch them the kid has little to no personality other than being super cute which so far i mean we're one episode in so this is like nothing but that is what i was getting from yeah the kid is very is young yes she's like four yeah, and super cute as yeah. one would expect. Um, hopefully, I thought some more I thought at the I end there was good resolution for like both of them. Like there was a lesson learned there. Well, sure. It just um, felt like I don't know. I liked I it. Know. I thought it was paced really. Well. Plus, it kind of has like this fantasy style to it. Like I really yeah. liked it. Like uh, another really good one was uh, the Ancient Magus's Bride. Yeah, where yeah. you have these very fantastical beasts and stuff like that, and, and where to find them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's good. Okay. I really liked it. I thought it was really cute. I'm super stoked for it. It was one of my favorites for sure. All right. Um, another one that I really liked. I'll go for one more favorite, and then I'll let you talk a little bit. Yeah, you take your time. Um, you do all you want. I I'm not really, gonna hit too many. I really liked uh, Inspector. Inspector's rad. It's so good, and that opening song is awesome too. This this is one that like I. I didn't want to say too much about it on my little Twitter thing and when I was talking to you because I feel like it wants to keep you guessing in that first episode uh -huh. because stuff is introduced and then they give you a little bit more and then someone's just like, uh, no, here's what actually happened and it just keeps swerving you. Yeah. Um, so I would say go into this one as blind as you can, but yeah. we can tell you a little bit. Yeah, but be ready for this girl to be real frank. Yes. <laughs> she don't take no shit from nobody and she's going to tell you how it is. Yep. She'll tell uh, you exactly anything that she wants to tell you. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yeah, it's basically you've got a girl, you've got a guy, the girl seems to like the guy, and then there's a lot of like paranormal stuff happening yeah. around them. And their uh, dynamic is awesome. That's about as much as we can say. Yeah. I will say this. I was kind of doing some math, and I'm like, because I was like, whenever we talk about age in these things, yeah. I always just start doing math, and I'm like, am I okay with this? Is basically where I come from. So... What we find out is that when they first met, and it was basically like a kind of like nothing came of the first meeting, obviously. Uh huh. Um, she was 15, and he was in his second year of college when they first met, okay. which is pretty good age gap. Um, she is now 17 and about to start college. So if we assume he was. 17, 18 when he started. Let's say 17, give him the benefit of the doubt. That means he was 19 and she's 15, and now she's 17 he's 21. If that, if that skeeves you out, okay. But still, I think give it a shot. Watch yeah. this one episode. I don't, I don't think, I think most I, it, people. I don't think it's really that big if, a deal. If I had to guess, I would say that most people's kind of line is 17. Yeah. But, uh,. I, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously. And as long as you're not like way into your 30s or 40s or something like that, then it's yeah. just growth. But yeah, but if you're if you're like in that 17 to like, like 21 age, yeah, people, people have lines, and I would definitely that's that's definitely on toe and toe in my line. Let's yeah. say, 
you're flirting with disaster is what I'm saying if, if in, in my book. But the show is very cute and I'm into it. And it's got a lot of interesting stuff going on. And I really do like it as well. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I want to talk about for this week. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you hit some things. That way we can kind of roll out of here because I'm about to fall asleep on this microphone. I'll hit a couple and uh, just roll on through. So, but we uh, have a whole another week to talk about more stuff. Yeah, too, dude. So. Uh, let me say this first of all: there is a lot of shows involving animal people this year, and some of them are good and some of them are bad. Um, so I'm just gonna. I think that's what I'm gonna make mine is. Let me just talk about those because really, well, let me talk about one first. Well, let me talk about animals, and then I'll talk about the one that I really love. Okay. So, okay. there's a bunch of different shows that involve animals and shit, and they're all pretty wild and weird. Um, first of all, we got... The first one I watched, I think, was on Crunchyroll. Uh, it is called so- Soto Academy? So- Soda Academy? Something like that. I gotta pull it up and make sure. But basically, it's a show about this dude who is going to an animal school. And it immediately hit me in the wrong way because... There's this thing that these shows does. Sorry, Seton Academy, join the pack is what it's called. Seton Academy, S-E-T-O-N, Academy, join the pack. There's a thing that these shows often do, and it's not anime. It is also video games and books and everything. If you look at fucking World of Warcraft, here's the orcs, and I'm a a man orc, and I'm huge, and I have gigantic proportions. I tower above everyone, and I'm a big muscly boy with green skin, and here's me. I'm a big mean orc. Lady York looks like a hot lady. Just a regular-sized hot yeah, lady. Yeah, she does. Okay. I'm a wolf man, and I'm a big, I'm fuzzy, and I've got a big, like, snout, and i got a Schnoot. big tail. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you up my big claws. Wolf lady looks like a regular-sized human lady with a tail, maybe. That's the level we're talking ah. about here. <laughs> so, basically, you've got all these, all the male characters. They literally have a scene at the very beginning where they're lined up. Girls on this half of the screen, boys on this half of the screen. And there's a bear character who is a man and is, is a boy character. Is literally just a bear wearing a suit. Looks like a fucking bear. There is uh, these horse people, donkey boys, who are playing a card game. Literally, like... I watched. I showed my girlfriend this, and she was like, "That's you and Roger," because they were playing cards. And I was like, "Fuck off!" And there are a couple of donkey dudes who look like fucking horses, wearing glasses and suits, and they like they have like relatively normal human bodies, and then like a horse head, BoJack style. Every girl character is just an anime girl with cat ears or dog ears, and it's like, okay, fine, whatever. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It rubbed me further the wrong way when there was a decent amount of up the skirt panty groping in that first episode that I don't really want to talk about. I am going to give it the three in the second episode. It's fucking cute as shit, and I actually love it. So I'm really torn on this one. Because that first episode... That first episode really bummed me out with, like, there's literally a bit where, like, there's this zebra who's like, I'm better than you because I'm a stripy horse. And he's like, you're basically a donkey. I'm not a donkey. And he's like, I'll prove you're a donkey. Is she a donkey? No, I'm, I'm not a donkey. No, you're a donkey. And he picks her up, pulls up her skirt so you can see her butt, her panties, and whips out her tail. He's like, check it out, donkey tail. And it's like, okay, you just made her... You just flashed everyone this girl's ass. This is not cool. And then there's another bit later on where a girl character in the first episode where a girl character is being accosted by a bunch of bullies and they literally like pick her up and are like reaching into her skirt and it's fucked up. It's like, this is not cool. Obviously she gets saved by that because that's how anime works, but it's still not cool. Second episode is goddamn adorable. 
There's like a sloth girl and sloths like have a weird physiognomy. I don't remember the term for it, but basically they don't regulate their temperature properly like most amphibians and shit. So like if she moves too much, it's like literally the voiceover giving you a thing where like, because sloths are whatever thermic, if they move too much, they'll overheat. And then she collapses and the voice is like, and die. And he's like, what the hell? You, you just walked a few steps. He's picking her up and carrying her back to her dorm. And then like, She's like taking a bath and uh, she's like just sitting in the tub soaking and the voiceover's like, because sloths cannot regulate their body temperature, if they soak in the tub too long, they'll overheat and die. And she like collapses. He's like, oh God. And he's like fishing her out of the tub to help her. It's fucking adorable. It's really cute. And I'm so torn on this goddamn show. I'm going to give it three. I don't know if I'll stick with it. It's whatever. That's that one. I got a couple more. Uh... There's a show called Uchitama, Have You Seen My Tama? So Tama and Friends was a really cute thing with these really cute animals. And now Uchitama is basically that, but you're seeing these cute animals and they're really cute when they're cute animals. And then sometimes they'll talk to each other and they're just anime people with dog ears and cat ears. Fine, it's still cute. It does weird me out a little bit. What's happening? Oh, you're texting, sorry. Yeah. Roger's like texting I have, in the group I chat. have my work text me too. They're all texting about the same damn thing. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's going to be okay. Uh, but basically, um, yeah, this freaking show is very cute. Um, if you like a show where basically it's like a bunch of different animals and they all have their little personalities and they interact and they're all friends and then like there's a new dog in town and he's trying to figure stuff out and he likes this cat and then Tama's constantly getting lost and then they have to go find Tama. It's really cute. It's a little weird for me because it's like really cute when they're just animals, but then they're like a, a like anime boy uh, laying on someone's lap or whatever. And it's like, all right, that's a little weird, um, but it's cute. I don't know. It's it's cute. It's fine. Uh, tell you what's not cute and what is bumming me out is Nico Para, which okay. is a show about cat girls who work in a cafe. These are cat girls. And the first episode really bummed me out because they are all clearly sentient. They can talk. They are cat girls. They raise them. They treat them like regular ass cats, even though they have jobs and can talk. Which means they are constantly referring to the person who owns them as their master, and they can't leave the house without a bell. They, it feels, it's not a good look, is what I'm saying. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Uh, it doesn't really work for me. Um, and it's also one of those where like, these are animals, you are raising them as your pets. These are your pet animals. And sometimes they're sex jokes. And I'm like, hey, it's a pet. So is it a pet or is it not a pet? Yeah. Can she sure. go to the store by herself without her bell on? Or do you need to keep her on a leash? Is she a pet? <laughs> yeah. Make up your mind. Again, second episode's fucking adorable because a little stray cat shows up and they're trying to help her. It's really cute. So I don't, uh, yeah, probably not. Probably not with this one. That one's not working for me. Uh, lastly... Uh, do want to talk about a show that I've seen literally no one talking about. I've checked a bunch of review sites. The only thing I found on this show at all is a Reddit page about the show because it existed earlier. Uh, and there's like literally one post on each episode for it so far. Um, so this is one. I'm pulling up the name of it so I can make sure I say it right. We're going to hear the Funimation thing as it clicks on. Uh, but it's um, it's on Funimation. It is actually, it was a music app. It was like a rhythm game or something that you could uh, play. Uh, and this is the third season of it, I guess, but it doesn't actually have all that much to do with the previous season. So it's cool. Just go for it. It's called Show by Rock Mashu Myresh. Uh, and there's a lot of exclamation points and all of that. Show by Rock. If you look that up on Funimation, you'll find it. Okay. 
here's the thing. There's a show about animal girls, and they're like regular animal girl, anime girls with like ears and tails and stuff, and crazy hair. And one's a cat, and one's a wolf, and one's a fox, and there's another one that I don't know what she is. She says she's some kind of demon. I don't know. It's weird. And they look like anime girls, and they got ears and tails, and they play in a band. Cute. Fine. I'm with it so far. Here's why this show is fucking incredible. Is that every character who is not in that band so far... And it's not in a band so far because another band gets introduced at the end of the second episode. Are these little, it's by Sanrio. They're these little Agretzko like, looking animal babies, these little chibi animals. Like imagine Agretzko if she wasn't drawn in Flash and was drawn in a more traditional anime style. That's what they all look like. And there's her mom and there's her grandma and there's like the record producer and there's all these characters and they're fucking adorable. And honestly, if the show was just about them, it'd be a 10 out of 10. But it's cute enough. Like, there's literally bits where, like, the one girl, the fox girl, she got a letter to go audition in the city. Oh, I'm going to go to the city. She's talking to her mom about it. Her mom's immediately on the phone. Oh, yeah, she's going to the city. It's going to be so great. Oh, my God. Grandma's talking to her. Oh, I went to the city. Blah, blah, blah. There's a bit where she's like, oh, yeah, that's actually where I met your granddad. I'm sure he's cheering you on as well. And they look, it's very emotional. They cut to like a picture of the fox girl as a little girl, a little human looking girl sitting there with this little chibi Gretzko looking fox old man with a cane standing next to her with big glasses on. It's like, oh, how cute. And then the door slides open and it's him. And he's like, I'm still alive. It's fucking adorable. <laughs> it's like the cutest shit ever. And I fucking love it. And I don't know why literally no one is talking about it, but they're not. Um, so I'm talking about it. I think it's going to be cute. I don't know yet. It's two episodes in and I don't hate it. Uh, yeah, check it out. Maybe show by rock. Uh, more more words that I can't pronounce. Show by Rock is what it's called. It's very cute. And that is the last one I really want to talk about because there's so many more and we will be here literally <clears throat> forever and we're both sleepy and I want to go home and eat. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Oh, a uh, little bit of anime news. Beep, 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 beep. Um, new MHA movie's coming uh, end of February. Yeah. If it, if it comes through our town, maybe we'll have another Good Buddies meet up. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, real possibility. Yeah, real possibility. Uh, looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, one more thing I do want to talk about is... We got to play that Pac-Man machine again. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, sorry, there is one more show I want to talk about because we didn't talk about it. It's the one that actually is my number one yeah, pick for sure. the best show so far. It's called Keep Your Hands Off Izoken. The show's fucking incredible. It's a show about... It reminds... The dynamic of the main three girls reminds me a lot of Ed, Ed, and Eddie, if only because one of them is purely about the money. Uh... But it's like goofy, kind of slapstick. It's these three girls. Two of them really love anime. They want to make an anime. They were uh, one of them was inspired by Future Boy Conan, which is an old ass fucking uh, what what the dude's name? Fucking Ghibli, Ghibli guy. Uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Miyazaki, I think. I think it was one of his. Uh, I don't recall. I have to look it up. Sorry if I'm wrong. Corrections department will get me. I'll get me. But it's a fucking rad show with some amazing art. Same director as Devilman Crybaby, and my god, he is flexing his ass on this one, showing off real good, because it's fucking beautiful. It's basically just one huge love letter to animators yeah, and animation it really in general. Yeah, really impressive looking. It's absolutely beautiful. Opening theme song, fucking rocks. It's called uh, Easy Breezy by, I don't remember the name of the band. That's what Brandon's going to take us out with on this episode. Probably not, but I could. Uh, maybe I will. But uh, it's called Easy Breezy. Here's the thing. I'm pulling it up right now because that bitch is on Spotify. 
and it's fucking great. Chelmiko is who it's by. Easy Breeze read by Chelmiko. And I found that. It went up two days we're recording this, and I was very happy, and I was rocking it at work because I'm a grown-ass man. I have bills to pay. I have deadlines, commitments, and responsibilities, but all I was doing all day was standing at work going, Easy Breezy, Easy Breezy. Song rocks. It's a very good show. Please check it out. That's Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin. I don't know how to pronounce it. It is on... It's on Crunchyroll on yes. Verve. We watch it on Verve. Yep. It's great. It's a good show. Dogs are barking. It's time to get the hell yeah, out of here. Yeah, let's get the heck out of here. So that's what we've been watching. If you want to tell us what you've been watching, please let us know. Roger, do you have anything else to say before we bust on out this hoe? I do not. I talked for a lot. It's okay. Love you. It's all right. <laughs> I love you too. But um, yeah, we're going to bust on out of here. So if you want to tell us what you've been watching, there's a number of ways to do that. If you're checking us out on the YouTube, which is, of course, Rapid Kick Media on YouTube, Rapid Kick Media, not Rabid Kick, not Rabbit Kick, Rapid Kick Media. Um, please leave us a comment. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. To send us your questions. Tell us what you're thinking. Uh, uh, we will be talking about more animes that we've been watching. Obviously, I've been watching a lot. Holy shit. I'll be here forever. Um, but yeah. Uh, check them out. Tell us what you what you think we should watch. What you think Rogers should watch? Because I'm probably already watching it. And uh, yeah, leave us a comment. Please like and subscribe. Ring, click that bell so we can ding your dong, etc., etc. Yeah. There's a number of more ways to hit us up, including the email. You can hit us up at thegoodbuddiesanimepod at gmail.com. We have the Facebook group, The Good Buddies uh, Universe, on Facebook. Uh, we have the Twitter account where you can see us tweeting about shit. Uh, TGB underscore anime pod. We have the dead and zombified Tumblr, uh, which zombified. is zombified, zombified Tumblr, uh, the good buddies at, uh, on Tumblr, the good buddies.tumblr.com. I'm getting there, man. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. We're both very tired. I think I'm sweating cause the AC has been my, off for so long. <laughs> my mic is probably really weird cause I'm so far away from it at this point. I'm leaning back. I'm like. I can't breathe. I gotta get my sinuses <laughs> oh, no. a drain. All right, we go bust on out of here for real this time. Uh, yeah, hit us up in any of those places. We love you so much. Like and subscribe. Uh, <clears throat> Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We're not on Spotify. Fuck them. That's why. And uh, five stars. We love you. Um, uh, shout out to our good buddy Haas again for the use of our uh, closing theme on the YouTube review portion. Haas. Again, that's the buddy's good. You can find Haas at Thomas Taste Better on Instagram. That's Thomas Taste Better on Instagram. Shout out to our good buddies, Married with Sea Monsters, for the use of our opening theme song for the podcast in general. That is, uh, they are on Spotify because they're so cool. But that song, which is called Paper Doll, you can only find it on MarriedWithSeaMonsters.bandcamp.com. Check it out. They're so good. We love them so much. MarriedWithSeaMonsters.bandcamp.com. Shout out. And of course, a shout out to our good buddy, Petty Theft. <laughs> Hell yeah. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Papetti, we through this Petty Theft. Uh, for the use of our closing theme on the on the podcast and on the ramble, uh, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Again, shout out to Papetti Theft. We love you so much. That's Papetti Theft on Twitter and on SoundCloud. And that does it for us. God, I'm dying. Oh my goodness. Uh, I guess well, let's take us out of here. Can you hit? Can you hit it with me? Um, for all of us here at the Good Buddies Universe, I am your good buddy Brandon. I am your good buddy Roger. Easy breezy. Easy breezy. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, he's flying. Oh no, he's he's Oh my god. Roger grew wings, he's flying away. Ah! I'll never see him again. No! Ah! Okay, bye. <laughs>